Dun, 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 dun. I have published a new book. It's called The View from the Deck, Thoughts on Values, Vision, and Gratitude. If you like morning motivation, you're going to love this book. You can find it on Kindle and in paperback form on Amazon, and the audiobook is coming soon. So check out The View from the Deck, Thoughts on Values, Vision, and Gratitude on Amazon now. Woo! What a week and what a month that is coming beyond it. This has been quite a time as... As you probably knew, if you've been paying attention and listening to my show, I went to Strategic Alliance Live last week, and then I went to Orly Moore's Speaker Boot Camp down in Dallas this week, and uh, now I've got the rest of the month of follow-ups and whatnot from that. So it has been a hell of a month, and you may be wondering, Michael, how many appointments, how many one-to-ones do you have on your calendar? Well, keep in mind as I tell you this, that I am taking Christmas to New Year's off. So there's only two and a half weeks between the end of the boot camp and Christmas. And in those two and a half weeks, I have 70, seven, zero, one to one meetings, uh, knowing, so going into this, uh, going into SAL, I actually had a few dozen on the calendar already because I've got some great networking partners who each introduced me to four, five, six, seven people. Uh, when last time I talked to them and then SAL came and I met another, I think 30 or something like that. So I came out of it with 70 appointments on the calendar. I opened up a couple of evenings because there were days left. So I opened some evenings. I have a couple of evenings that are just four, four and a half hours back-to-back half-hour meetings. That sounds like a lot. That sounds like a lot even to me. So what does that 70 mean? Well, first off, uh, it is a great... A great demonstration of what my networking concierge program is all about. So 70 half-hour meetings is, who's good at math out there? That's right, 35 hours, 35 hours of one-to-one meetings in two and a half weeks. 35 hours. Now, some of you are like, whew, that sounds awesome. And others of you says, that sounds like hell on earth. I would rather go to Root Canal than do 70 one-to-ones in two and a half weeks. But for all of you, there are, I will probably meet two, three, four, five, six people that you really should meet. That means I'm going to meet 65 people that you don't need to meet. But I'll meet about five, give or take, that you really should meet. That's what my networking concierge program is about, is effectively by being a client, my clients stay top of mind. See, I'm always making introductions, but it's whoever's top of mind for me when I'm in the meeting, which is usually someone I met within the last week, make a few introductions, and then they're off the back because I'm going to meet 30 more people. And then maybe something will pop up. I'll think of somebody here and there. Some people make an impression and kind of stick there. Getting on my podcast is a decent way to stick in my mind to some degree. But if you really want to be top of mind on every single call I'm on, that's where the Networking Concierge program is, is that I keep my clients top of mind in every meeting I go to, plus... The concierge part is that a client can say, hey, I'd really like to connect with this kind of person or into this space, and then I specifically activate my network to get those connections. Um, But yeah, I'm a little bit busy. I'm also a little bit tired, mostly because um, some combination of dog and child made me not sleep so well, as often happens. Um, But but I'm still ready to to rock and roll uh, my seven, eight appointments, whatever I've got today. Uh, but I want, to, I want to talk a little bit about the boot camp. Um, so the boot camp was, was quite an event. And, uh, you know, Orly Moore puts on a great event. Uh, uh, and 
Bert Oliva was also there. Bert Oliva is uh, kind of Tony Robbins style motivational speaker. He wasn't doing the full full thing there, of course, because there's a room of about 25 people. But it was kind of cool to get to be in a room that small with a guy that big. And I don't just mean tall. I mean, he is very tall. But he's also uh, he's a very big personality and, and does some really cool stuff. So it was it was a great event. And what was interesting, I, I thought I was going there to, you know, make connections about the Networking Concierge Program. What I discovered was I was going there to learn about myself. And that was the really big upshot. I, I of course, learned some great things about speaking because um, I was actually fully involved. I thought it was going to be a vendor, like, off to the side. Oh, no, no. Boot camp, you're here. You're playing. And so I'm there. I'm like, well, if I'm playing, I'm playing 100%. Let's do this. And uh, so I, I got a lot of feedback, learned a lot. But what was really interesting there was one huge learning that was from something that was almost tangential, almost secondary to the event itself. They had us do a DISC profile questionnaire. Now, DISC is a uh, personality typing. There's four quadrants, D-I-S-C, thus DISC. Uh, and the axes um, on the, the vertical axis is, I think, process... Process versus people, I think. Uh, I can't remember what the process is. Um, go, go Google disk and it'll explain it. But there's a, a D type, which is your you know driver, dominant. Um, you're really not, not so much aggressive. So they can be aggressive, but but you know push through the wall, get things done, don't waste any time, make it happen, kind of guy. And there's the I type, which is the upper right quadrant. Uh, which is more of, uh, you know, wants to be the center of attention, wants to make connections, wants to be in a big community, wants to be known and loved, and, and uh, you know, it's all about people, but making things, making things happen. And for the longest time, I have said, I'm not a high D. I'm a high I, medium D. But I'm not a high D. And I, I took this, uh, this questionnaire, and I was getting, feeling some resistance. I'd look at something like, well, that's, that's, feels kind of like who I am naturally, but that's not who I want to be, and I've worked really hard not to be that, so I'm actually this. And the thing about the disc profile is you don't change. If you're a D, you're a D. If you're an I, you're an I. You can change your habits, you can change what you do, but your core of who you are, your nature, doesn't change. So you can attenuate it, like, like one of the D traits is interrupting people. You can certainly train yourself not to interrupt because it's rude, but accepting that you're still high D, you're just high D that polished, you know, polished some of the edges off. So you're, you know, you're like, I would interrupt now, but I'm not going to because I'm going to control this here. So I had some experiences earlier in my life, in my 20s, where my high D traits did not serve me well. Uh, I used to be a director of Rocky Hour Pick Showcast, as you may know, the coming in players, and... My high D traits, combined with being young and brash and fairly large and quite male, resulted in many of the members of the cast feeling like uh, I was a little bit scary, a little bit too aggressive, a little bit too domineering, and uh, I ended up, you know, kind of losing some friends in my position. I, honestly, I didn't have to lose the friends. I lost my position, which led me to get, you know, paranoid and sort of high D, uh, and and. That caused me to lose some friends when I'm like, who, who turned on me? Who voted against me? Who, who made this happen? I need to control things. And the lesson I took from that, the wrong lesson, was I need to be less dominant and less assertive and less in control and more, you know, letting things happen. And then, of course, from there, I went into the world of business and sales and proceeded to not do nearly as well as I would have if I still had those 
dominant traits. So for about 15 years, I basically was, I'm high D, I'm naturally that way, but I'm like, no, 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 I'm high I, I'm high I, that's who I am, I'm more about people, I'm more about connections, I'm more about everyone getting along, but my nature has always been high D. My nature is, let's just get this done, let's get to the point, let's stay focused, um, you know, yeah, we can worry about your feelings later, we got a job to do right now, those kinds of things. Now, it is not a bad thing that I spent so long learning to be more open to hearing how people feel, more open to sharing opinions, more open to getting people involved, you know, all these other non-high D traits. The problem is I've been out of integrity with my nature. And you can feel that when you meet someone who is one thing and trying to be something else. It feels wrong. It doesn't feel authentic. And I've gotten that the people... Some people, you know, they, their reaction to me has been a little bit, uh, I don't know about this guy. And, you know, I, I thought for some time it was because I wasn't necessarily successful in business and I was kind of trying to maybe punch above my weight. And that's what it was. But I think a lot of it is simply that I've been telling myself I'm high I when in fact I'm high D. In fact, there are 20 questions on this questionnaire. Or 20, I think there's 25 questions on the questionnaire. And 18 of the 20 I answered as high D when I was honest with myself. I went through the first time, had a bunch of high I, high, S quest, high ans answers, but really, when I went through again, I'm like, no, what am I really? 18, 18 of them, high D. That's what I am naturally, which makes sense. It's why I pick up a mic and talk on a podcast every single day and do interviews and love to go to every networking event. But you know, going to the events, that, that, that could be a high I thing. But I wanna, I wanna run things, I wanna be in charge I have veered away from positions of authority, but that was more, a, I guess, a trauma response, you could almost say, that I had a bad experience being in authority. Now I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't want that authority position. I don't know how it's going to turn out. But I've come to realize I need to be more my nature. I need to be who I am, and who I am is high D. Now, I don't need to be talking over people. I don't need to be ignoring their feelings. I don't need to be the negative side of that. I'm older, I'm wiser, I'm calmer now, but I need to be who I am. And that who I am is high D, medium I, and uh, a bit of S and not much C. C is the organized one. C is like your accountants and engineers and programmers and detail people. They're all about, you know, features and, and details. Yeah, definitely not that. But I am much more uh, D, a lot of I, tiny bit of S. But the, the most important thing is, as Shakespeare said, to thine own self, be true. Be true. To thine own self, be true. And I have not been totally true with myself. And so now realizing this, I'm now thinking about, oh, okay, so who am I supposed to be? Who am I been? What's my design? There's, there's a human design concept. I haven't gotten too much into that. But it's another way of typing that, like, you're designed to be this way. And if you work this way, it works great. And if you work a different way, you're going to fall on your face to start working the right way. I am designed to be more, let's go, smash through the wall, make it happen, don't worry about it, better to apologize than ask permission. And, uh, you know, I, I, I have a lot of those tendencies, and then I arrest them. I'm like, oh, wait, oh, what if I, oh, I don't know. But frankly, frankly, the times when I have been really 100%, and, and you probably notice this, you know, meeting, talking to other people. There's some people who are just, you look at them and they're like, I think... That person's an asshole, but I respect them and like them. Why? 
because they're they're they are a little bit asshole-ish, but they're so confident in where they're going that you want to see where it comes out. And you you don't want to get in their way because one you don't want to be in front of them when they're they're smashing through walls, but also because it seems like they're really doing something. They're really really doing something exciting, and you want to be part of that. So that's that's why I need to get back to being. I used to be that. They used to be more of me. And uh, you know, years and decades ago, before probably almost anyone listening to this knew me. And it's time to get back to being high D, assertive, not asshole, Michael. So that's the plan. That's what I'm gonna do. 2022, rest of 2021, my year, going to make things happen. Speaking of which, there's something I'd like you to do. Go to my links page, guywhonknowsaguy.com slash links. There is an event. It is called Podpalooza. It is a podcasting palooza. Uh, it is next Saturday, the 18th of December, online, of course. All kinds of great speakers teaching out podcasting. I'm going to be there as a featured podcaster doing mini interviews so that you can get on my special Podpalooza episodes. There'll be a whole lot of other podcasts going on, uh, and you can be there. The basic ticket is a buck, a single dollar. The VIP ticket is not too much more yet. You need a VIP ticket to get on the podcast, but totally worth it. Really cool event. Uh, it's run by Kimberly Crow uh, and some partners. Kimberly Crow is amazing. If you haven't been to Speaker's Playhouse, you should. Also link to that at guywhonknowsaguy.com slash links. So please go to guywhonknowsaguy.com slash links. Click on one or two of the Kimberly Crow links I have on there because you'll be very glad you did. You will make many connections. It will improve your life. Life will be better after you do that. Hopefully life is better after you listen to this episode. I'd love to hear your feedback. Michael at guywhonknowsaguy.com. And I will see you tomorrow. I have published a new book called The View from the Deck, Thoughts on Values, Vision, and Gratitude. If you like morning motivation, you're going to love this book. It's a lot of the same concepts. The basic principle of the book is that I was coaching clients, and they were telling me about their dream life, and I was recognizing elements of their dream life in my everyday life. And it made me realize there's things in my life that people are dreaming of, and there's things in my life that the me of a few years ago would absolutely have given his right arm for, and chances are you've got the same. So I took these concepts about values and what makes us do what we do, vision, where we want to be, and gratitude, appreciating the awesome things we have, and put them together into one awesome book called The View from the Deck, Values, Vision, and Gratitude. You can find it on Amazon.com. Just search for Michael Whitehouse, The View from the Deck, and get your copy today.